Welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. My name's Samantha, and I'm here to help you ladies stop repeating the same behaviors and learn how to build the habits you need to finally lose the weight for good and uncover your badass self. If you feel stuck and overwhelmed with all the information out there, I'm gonna be dropping five specific episodes a week to help you gain the clarity you need in order to rebuild that confidence, get strong, and heal your relationship with food so you can finally build the body of your dreams. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. Today we're talking about the most overlooked area of weight loss. And this is something that I think is more so a pattern that I've noticed rather than a specific trait or thing that you can kind of like avoid, okay? And this is something that you need to be mindful of because I hear it a lot like, oh, why did this person lose so much weight? Why did this person not lose so much weight? Why didn't I lose this much weight? And we're always comparing to other people, right? And like what other people are doing or what other people are not doing they lost this amount of weight or they did this this way and all that kind of stuff. So today what we're going to do is basically just like break it down into two different things that I find are what hold most ladies back from losing weight, but also what causes the most frustration with weight loss. And so if you are a lady currently trying to lose weight, or if you are someone even who's like trying to build muscle, this is something that I think would really, really benefit you. So the first thing is the do more mentality. So whenever something's not working, we always assume it's because we're not working hard enough and we need to do more. Ladies, you guys do a lot. You do a lot, okay? You are busy all day. You've got work. You've got mom tasks for most of you guys, or you've got like, you know, your business tasks. Then you've got, you know, your relationship duties. Then you've got your friendship duties. Then you've got to eat and you've got to pay bills and you've got to do all these things, right? So there's a whole bunch of different tasks that you have to do on a day-to-day basis. Plus you need to work out, plus you need to do cardio, plus you need to do all the shit. So the thing is guys, is like doing more is not normally sustainable. Like doing more really isn't. The only time you really need to do more is when your coach looks at you and goes, hey, in order to get to the next level, you need to ramp this shit up. That's when you have to do more, like realistically. Other than that guys, like you need to be consistent. And there's something that my mentor told me a long time ago that has stuck forever. Like literally, this is like how I operate on a day-to-day basis, which is basically most people are good at what they do. Most people know what they need to do. The problem is, is that they're not consistent. And if you are consistent, you win. And so the thing is, guys, is like, this is why I podcast five times a week. This is why I don't ever miss a post. I know I post every single day and I have for the last three to four years. This is why like I go to the gym three to five times a week. Normally it's like five times a week. This is why I do my cardio and get my steps in every single day. This is why I make sure I hit my protein every day. Because the thing is, is that what sets me apart from other people is that I don't fucking miss, right? I don't miss guys, like I don't. And so I can confidently say that because I know that I don't. And so the thing is, is like when you guys are consistent, it doesn't have to be perfect. Like last night, I wanted some chocolate because honestly, it was just a long day. And I was just like, I kind of just want some chocolate. And so I went and I grabbed three little things of uh, Halloween candy and I ate it. It was the best thing ever. And the thing is, is like, so is it, does it have to be perfect? Does it have to be always healthy? Does it always have to be like, you know, killing yourself on the Stairmaster? No, but it's like, am I getting on the bike and showing up for myself? Yes, right? Like it's not gonna be 100% every single time. I wish that I had the, like, I really do wish that I was disciplined enough to like every single time I did everything, just go 120%. But I'm not gonna lie, guys, there's a lot of shit going on. And I feel like a lot of you guys understand that also. We're like, you were like, I got a lot going on. 
And sometimes like I just have enough energy to show up. And the thing is, guys, is like what puts you apart from someone else is just showing up, right? And then when you start showing up consistently, then it's like, okay, so now I'm going to show up at 80% instead of 75. Now I'm going to show up at 95 instead of 75. And you build up this tolerance, right? So this is how you build up anything. And whether it's nutrition, whether it's workouts, whether it's life, whether it's business, whatever, like, guys, this is how you do everything. You stack it up. How do you do so many chores and like household things every single day? Well, one thing happened, then you had to add another, then, you know, maybe you had another kid. And then so now there's other things you need to do. You know what I mean? It stacks up. And so when that happens, it's like, it's very important to understand that more is not always better. And for the longest time, I operated from a place of, I will be the hardest worker in the room. I will outwork anybody, like my determination, things like that. And like, I think a lot of us are walking around with the wrong banner above our heads. So when we're talking about like how we view ourselves and putting ourselves into boxes, it's like if you're putting yourself into the box of I'm the hardest worker in the room, oh my God, I never miss, whatever, like that's awesome. But the problem is, is that there's a thing called being busy and there's a thing called being productive. And I don't admire those who are busy to the point where they burn themselves out, they're exhausted, they're tired, they don't enjoy their life. I don't find that admirable. I don't know about you guys, but like, I never look at somebody that's burnt out and be like, wow, I wish I was you. You know what I mean? But meanwhile, in their head, they're like walking around like, I do all this for everybody else. Like, you know, I never prioritize myself and everyone else is like, why not? What the fuck? Like, why not? Like, why don't you like go for a walk? Dude, chill. You know what I mean? And so the thing is, is like, I don't know. There's just like this kind of front or this like title that we've just become accustomed to where it's like, you know, I do more than everybody else and all this kind of stuff. And you almost wear it as like a badge of honor. It's like slap it on. Like, that's me, right? I prioritize everyone above myself. I put my family first, which, hey, I love it. I love that you do that. But your family does not want you to put them ahead of your health. That's not a thing. Like they don't want you to get sick and end up with some kind of illness because you never had time to eat or go take care of yourself, right? There's like, that's not love. Like that's not family love, right? Unless like they do want you to do that, then that's pretty messed up, right? But like, if you really think about it, if you stop for a second, you think about it, like guys, doing more is not always better if it's not productive. So the thing is, is like, I've even had to come to the point where like in the middle of the day, like, cause sometimes I'm working from like six to like one o'clock. And then I'm like, that's a long day already. And so I have to like mentally remember that like, I don't work nine to five anymore. I kind of work like, I don't know, 24 seven, I guess. Right. If y'all are entrepreneurs, you'll get that. And it's like, or like if you guys just work shift work even, right. Like you don't get weekends, it's all over the place. So it's like understanding that like, I might need a break from one till three, but then I might end up working till eight again. So it's like understanding that like sometimes you need to take a break and like that's okay. And also that not everything has to get done every single freaking day. Like if the floor is kind of dirty, unless you have like small kids, it'll be okay for like a day. Like my house is not anywhere near immaculate. I do my best, but it's definitely not, right? And so like just understanding there's certain things that can wait so that there's other things that can take priority. And then when those things do take priority, you will notice that you feel better doing the other tasks that need to get done. Cool? The second thing, there is learning curves. Guys, there is learning curves. The reason why some people take longer than other people to lose weight is because, and I think I talked about this the other day, there's different habits that you need to learn or different levels you need to pass in order to get to the next level. And I think I used this example the other day as well, but if you're binge eating four nights out of seven and someone else never binge eats, who do you think is going to lose weight faster, right? Like. 
If you are someone who goes to the gym already three to four times or you're working out at home three to four times a week, and then I'm like, hey, I need you to add like a few thousand more steps. Like maybe you're getting 4,000. I need you to add 6,000. Because they already have a habit in place of working out, adding 2,000, 3,000, whatever steps to your day is the only thing that they have to focus on because the habit of going to the gym is already there. You see what I'm saying? If you're already drinking three liters of water and your digestion is already in a good spot and we just make sure that your exercise and nutrition are in a good spot, guess who loses weight faster? But like if you are like binge eating every night, you have a poor relationship with food, you've been eating a thousand calories per day, like you are not really working out at all, you have no idea how to work out, like you also have digestion issues, like it's going to take you a bit of time to get through each and every habit, like it's going to. And so like understanding that like when you're like, I want to lose 30 pounds in like, you know, whatever, four months, that's cool. But it, it also depends on how fast you can change and implement new habits and also rewrite old habits that you might have had for 5, 10, 15, 20 years. And so the thing is, is like some of you guys are going to be like, oh no, I have so long to go, right? And I try and say this in like a funny way, so it's not like so depressing. But it's like, when you look at it, guys, it's like, you're still going to make progress as you're changing these habits. As you drink more water, you're going to feel better. You're going to have more energy. Your joints aren't going to hurt as much, right? Your workouts are going to go better. As you eat more protein, you're going to be able to recover faster. You're going to get stronger. You're going to see more muscle definite. Like, you know what I mean? So all these things are still going to add up over the period of time. You just might notice that your body composition is changing more than the scale does. That's basically all it means, right? At the end of the day, that's basically what happens. And so like understanding that like that might be where you need to start and like being okay with it is something that I think a lot of us need to do. Like getting some self-compassion for like, hey, I've kind of beat myself up and honestly just like didn't really reach out for help or like professional guidance for the last little bit. And honestly, I do feel bad for those who have been on coaching programs and then basically like, kind of like just ended up in a bad situation. Like I've ended up on like a lot of shitty coaching programs. And so like I tried to get professional help and then it just turned into a shit show. So I get that. Like that I do have some sympathy for because I'm like, damn it, right? But like if you've just been trying to do it on your own, like I get it. But it's also like that also is going to slow down your progress like crazy. Like guys, so do it on your own, first of all, does not exist, okay? Because either you're looking online, you're like watching other videos, you are researching into like researching, quote unquote, like looking at Google. You are like looking at different videos, different influencers, how people do things. You're following different diets. You're not self-made. I'm not self-made. There's no such thing as doing it yourself. It's total bullshit. Like there's no such thing. So you either can like, you know, I'm not saying that you have to go buy a coach or go buy a program or whatever, but I'm just saying that like do it yourself already doesn't exist. So if you're trying to do it yourself, okay and you're trying to save some money, I get it. But there's also like, guys, you can do it. Like, I think someone said it's like, it's good, it's cheap, or it's fast. And normally you don't get fast and good if it's cheap. You know what I mean? But if it's cheap, it's normally not fast, or it's normally not good, right? So it's like, it really depends on what you're looking for. And so like, that's why like, to be honest, like our programs aren't the cheapest things in the entire world. It's not 20 bucks for, you know, a month of coaching. But at the same time, you can talk to a certified coach whenever you want, right? Which is like, I think pretty valuable because if I could have asked someone when I was like 18 years old about how to do a glute bridge properly and send in form videos, I would have been so much further. Like that would have saved me six months of trying to grow my stupid butt and hurting my low back. Literally at least six months because I spent guys six months doing glute bridges with like this pelvic tilt and my like back would kill and my knees would pull every time I did it. It was not cute. 
And so I'm just saying, guys, like you're paying for speed when you do decide to sign up for a coach. And the reason why I like saying this and the reason why I think people hate hearing this is because like, I think a lot of the times when people say it, you're like, oh, that's so salesy or that's like because people want you to join the program. No, but is it doing you a disservice telling you how I got to where I'm at? Like, that's how I got where I'm at. I hire, like, I always invest in mentors, guys, whether it's business, whether it's fitness, whether it's nutrition, there's a reason why we keep getting certifications and nutrition courses and personal training certifications and mobility specialists. Like, guys, if I didn't go take a course on how to fix knees and low backs and hips, a lot of my clients would be kind of screwed because every time they got hurt, they'd be like, oh, well, I guess I can't do anything now because I don't know how to like, I don't know how to help them, right? So like understanding guys that like sometimes you might need a little bit more help. And if you've been doing it on your own and like your knees hurt and your back hurts and all this kind of stuff, it just helps to have that guidance. And so the thing is, guys, is like one, not only is like doing more sometimes like not the best thing ever, like you need to make sure it's productive, but two, understanding that there's gonna be learning curves that you're going through, especially if you're trying to do it yourself. And so I try and give you guys as much free resources, as much stuff as I can to help you do it on your own if you would like to, or if you don't have the money to or whatever. But there is a certain point in time where you do need to ask for help. Like you do. That is just like, if you do want to take it to the next level, that's what you need to do. And so these are why I think these are the most overlooked areas of weight loss, because you jump in and you don't think about how your digestion's a shit show, how like your nutrition's all over the place, how like you emotionally eat how like you're emotionally drinking, how you hate your job and you're stressed out and every weekend you just go and say, fuck it, right? Like, you know, you don't really work out that consistently because you don't eat enough food during the day, like all these things. And it's more so your readiness to make changes that is going to dictate how fast you lose weight or you like you speed through like stuff. Obviously, there's some situations where it's genetics and I'm like, or like, it's also just like things I shouldn't have said genetics, but more so like, maybe a bit of that and more so like what you've actually done weight loss wise and like calorie restrictive wise and things like that. But a lot of the times it's just about your ability to basically make changes. And are you able to implement quickly? The faster you're able to implement, normally the faster you're able to see change and results. It's just when it takes you a while or when you're working through certain things or you need to go see a psychologist or like, you know, during the process, then it also shifts into like, we need to make sure that we're eating healthy, that we're making sure we're taking care of our mental health, that we have our workouts, that we're stretching, that we're taking care of like ourselves, right? Or if you're like, every time you like, you know, get on a check-in, you're like, I have no willpower. I'm not disciplined. I suck. There's no way I can do this. There's no way that I'll ever lose weight. See another weekend out the toilet. Oh, blah, 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 right? Like all the victim mentality stuff. Guys, like as soon as you start digging the hole of I feel bad for myself, that's exactly when you don't make change. Because like, unless you're like with a coach that's literally like screaming at your face and being like, you suck, you ate an Oreo, like go do some pushups, which like, by the way, if you're with them, you should probably leave. That's a terrible idea and terrible coaching. But anyways, but it's more so like a matter of like, they're probably not mad at you. And you're not letting anyone down. Like, I think a lot of the times it's like, oh, I don't want to say anything or like track it because like, I don't want to let this person down. But the thing is, is like when they find out that you haven't been tracking or like you've been tracking everything, but like your alcohol or like whatever, that's going to be way more disappointing because like if you can see what you're doing on a daily basis, like we can make changes from that. Like if you're eating 3000 calories and only tracking two every single day and then getting sad that you're not losing weight, like as a coach, I'm also sad that you're not losing weight. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Like how, right? 
And then I find out, oh, well, yeah, like three times a week, I have like an extra thousand calories of alcohol. I just didn't want to track it because I felt guilty about it. Then it's like, oh, shit. Well, if I had known that, then we could have made changes like, you know, three weeks ago and you would have seen so much more progress. Right. So it's like coaches aren't mind readers. And also, like, you guys have to be honest with yourself, too, because like realistically, like, yeah, you can get down about yourself for not like losing weight. But if you also haven't really made any changes to your habits and you're constantly in like, woe is me, like I suck and I have no willpower and I'm not disciplined, well then, like how are you supposed to change from that place? Like you can't. So just being mindful of that I think is super important. So the first step I'm going to give you guys in terms of actionable steps that you can take away from this is do more is not always better. And when you have that feeling inside of you that's like the fight or flight response where it's like, oh my god, I did so shitty this weekend. Maybe you're like hungover and you're like, I drank so much this weekend and I feel like shit. And you're just like, I need to go like be really, really healthy. Like that's just, I just need to do like the opposite. Like I need to be the queen of health and I'm going to drink water and not have any coffee. And like alcohol is like the devil. I'm never going to drink that again. And I'm never going to get takeout again. I'm never eating chocolate and I hate fried foods all of a sudden. And you know, whatever. And it's like, I'm going to eat like apple cider vinegar with whatever. And you're just going to like go crazy. I challenge you to just stop, to breathe, take three deep breaths in, take three deep breaths out, calm your nervous system down. Then what you're going to do is you're going to go right back to what you were doing before you went and felt like you were off track. So whether that's three times a week of workouts, you know, hitting your food, whatever the case might be, you're going to want to make drastic changes. And so I challenge you to not, and it's going to be way harder than going the total opposite direction, but I promise you it will be way better and you will feel way better once that like calmness comes down. Because what you're doing is you're setting yourself up for failure by trying to go the complete opposite direction, right? So what you're doing is like, oh my God, I'm going to do all this stuff. And the first few days go great. And then near the end of the week, you start to get tired. And then you don't follow through with the promises you made at the beginning of the week. And then you feel bad and you start this guilt cycle. It's kind of like emotional eating, right? You eat to feel better. Then you don't feel better. You feel guilty about the food, but then you're not focusing on the problem you were actually mad about. You're focusing on the fact that you didn't, you ate the food that you weren't supposed to eat. And then there's that that guilt cycle, right? And then that kind of like fades away and then you're still upset about whatever you're upset about. So then you eat, you feel good, and then you feel bad about the food and it cycles. It's the same thing with like what you're doing with your goals. You're feeling guilty. So then you're like, I'm gonna change it. And then you change it. And then because you know, you can't really like stick to that, but you're gonna try. Then at the end of the week, when you don't do it, you feel guilty again and then you spiral, right? So you're just on this like off track spiral of pain basically, right? So instead, go back. It's a lot harder, but go back to what you were doing before. Stop trying to be extreme and just keep going. And it's a pain in the ass. And all you're going to want to do the whole time because you're like fight or flight. You're like, ah, I just, I have to change everything. Do not change everything. Stop looking for chaos. Go back to what you're doing and keep going from there. The second thing that you're going to do is you're going to be 100% honest with yourself. And it's going to suck. I'll be honest. I hate doing this, especially as like a former, I guess, like former perfectionist who did everything to people please for other people. I hate saying that I have flaws because when you do that, it's also like not saying that you don't have flaws, but like when you're like really like disgustingly like honest with yourself, it kind of sucks because for a long time, like if anyone is in a similar boat, like drop some fire if you guys are watching the live stream. But basically, like I just always would do things to make other people happy. And so like that also meant that like I had to be like, I had to say the right thing at the right time. I had to like do the right thing at the right time. Like always say, please always say, thank you, blah, 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 blah. Right. So when you then like start looking at things that you actually do when you stop people pleasing all the time, 
you're like, oh shit, am I a bad person? It's like, no, you're pretty normal. It's just like, you've been trying to act a certain way for so long that it's really hard for you to accept when other people don't like your decisions. So that being said, you want to be mindful of that because if you guys did have like people pleasing or perfectionists, or maybe you still have that, like be really upset if someone else is upset with you because you're like, oh my God, like I've been trying to be like perfect for all this time. But you will find that it is way more freeing and you will find people that are way more authentic when you aren't trying to people please all the time. And that being said, like it kind of stings for a while because you're like, oh, like for example, guys, like I'm not very patient. Like I try and be patient, but I'm not the most patient person in the world. In lines, sure. But certain things really do just like, boom, I react. And that's not my favorite thing in the world. Like I react and then I normally have to apologize, but I'm working on responding instead of reacting, right? So like that's something that I have to work on. Or like there's, you know, in terms of like fitness and nutrition, for example, I'm not amazing at remembering to track my food because at the end of the day, my eyeballs normally hurt from being on the computer so long. So I don't really want to look at my phone at the end of the night. However, I still try and make sure that by the end of the week, I get it in and I try and take photos of my food so that I can go back and look at it. So I found a system that works with something that I'm not great at. You see what I'm saying? Or you might find that like you're really good at telling everybody yes and telling yourself no. And so telling other people no is going to feel very uncomfortable, but you have to start like kind of working that into like your vocabulary in order to hit your goals. So a learning curve might be saying no, like, hey, you know, to your husband, I don't want to watch TV at night and eat popcorn and chips. Like I need to go work out. And he's going to be like, oh, but come sit with me. I want to watch this show with you. And you're going to be like, ha, no, right? Like it's going to be hard. And so the more that you say, unfortunately, no, though, you're saying yes to your other goals. And you don't have to say no all the time, but you can say like, say three times a week, no, right? And then you're like, no, three times a week, I'm going to go on these days and work out. On the other days, we can sit, watch TV, hang out. That's totally fine, right? So it's like also compromising. But like, again, if that takes you a long time, to say no to them over and over and over again, then you're going to find that you're also going to be saying no to your fitness goals over and over and over again. So if that happens for two months, then your progress might be delayed by two months, right? Like if that's the only time that you have to work out. So just be mindful, guys. Whenever you say yes to something, you're always saying no to something else. So just something to think about. But that's where I'm going to kind of leave it today, guys. So remember, first off, you want to make sure that it's doing more is not always the best. You want to make sure that you are also prioritizing different things. And then also when it comes to learning curves, what kind of learning curves, be brutally honest with yourself and what kind of things are actually stopping you. And I don't want to hear things like, you know, I eat bad food at night or I eat junk food or I drink too much alcohol. Like, okay, but what is the situation that you're in that has you doing that? That is the action. There's something, there's a feeling or there's something that's happening that makes you do a certain action. So like, are you stressed out about work and that's why you drink? Do you not want to miss out on time with your friends? And that's why you drink. Do you have fun with certain people? And that's why you're drinking alcohol. Do you find that you want to spend time with your husband at the end of the night and you don't want him to feel like you don't care about him? So, or like, do you have like an anxious attachment style? And so like, I like, if I don't hang out with him, like he's going to leave me if you have a boyfriend, maybe, right? So you're scared that if you don't hang out with him, he might leave. Like that's something that you might want to, you know, unpack, right? So there's like all these other things that are probably affecting the reason why you're doing something. So you need to be honest with yourself about why it's happening, not the thing that's going on. Like lack of motivation comes from something. Drinking too much alcohol comes from something. Eating too many chips and candies comes from something. It's all an effect. It's like there's a reason why you're doing those things. It's not just like no one just like goes into the pantry and just eats a whole thing of chocolate because they're like, you know, fine and having a great day. Like that's not how that goes, right? Like sometimes we do. 
But it's again, okay, well, did you eat that day? No. So that's probably why that happened, right? So like, there's always like a cause and effect. And normally you're so focused on the effect, but we got to get to the root cause. So if y'all can start working on like what your root cause is, that would be amazing. If you guys want to share it in the comments below, that's great. I hope you're having the best day ever. And thanks so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you would screenshot and tag Samantha Mills Fitness on Instagram or leave us a review down below. If you'd like to go further in your weight loss journey with us, head over to my Instagram bio and fill out an application to get started. We'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have the best freaking day ever.